Dolphins Show, a proud part of the Back Row Sports Network. Hey, Dolphins fans, it is Bart coming back at you with another episode of the Back Row Dolphins Show. Thanks for joining me on what is mostly a somber evening as everyone in Dolphin land knows that Don Shula has passed away at the age of 90, probably one of the greatest head coaches in the history of football, probably the nicest head coach in the history of football. Everyone seemed to love Don Shula. To me, there was no one who made me happier to see uh, his face, just whether it was on the sideline, whether it was uh, at events, whether it was just pictures of him at games or talking to players. Don Shula just brought a smile to my face, no matter what capacity he was involved with football in. He he just seemed like a really super genuine guy. Don Shula, rest in peace. Thanks for all the years in Miami. My heart goes out to all the former Dolphins players and anyone who knew Don Shula because he it's a great loss. It is a great, great loss. But you know what? The great thing about this loss, that sounds a little strange, but the fact that Don Shula was 90 years old, 90 years old, think about that. I would be so satisfied with my life if I lived to be 90 and lived a good, good life. I I mean, Don Shula did not seem like he had any issues or pain. It seemed like he was self-sufficient, took care of himself. To live till 90 and have the kind of career and life that Don Shula had, granted, I don't know him personally, but from the outside looking in, that that's all we could hope for as human beings is to live a Don Shula-length life and, and do some of the things that Don Shula did. And it, it just looks like he just simply made people happy. So, Don Shula, let's celebrate 90 years of this man on this earth. I've been a Dolphins fan literally my whole life, and Don Shula has always been a little ray of Miami sunshine to me. Uh, it just seemed like he was a great one. So, Don Shula, we, we wish him well. My favorite head coach of all time. Let's hope Brian Flores can can do at least a little bit of what Don Shula did for Miami. So, moving on. Uh, the, the biggest snippet of news here lately is Charles Harris. Miami trades Charles Harris to the Atlanta Falcons for a 2021 seventh round draft pick. This is uh, significant in my opinion because Charles Harris has done literally nothing. Absolutely nothing. And we were going to lose him anyways. We weren't going to pick up his fifth year option. I do believe this is his fourth year in the league. It was it was basically just a waste. I mean, we we were getting nothing out of him. A seventh round pick can actually work. It, it can actually work. So when a guy like Charles Harris is doing very, very, very little for you, to be able to get anything out of him at all is a great, great thing. So very happy that we were able to move Charles Harris on to a great organization like the Atlanta Falcons. They may be able to get something out of him, and honestly, I hope they do. I don't wish any of our players to go anywhere else and have no success. I wish Charles Harris the most success possible. 
I think it makes sense for both sides. Uh, you take a chance on a draft pick, a first-round draft pick, after he's kind of flamed out of the league. We did this with Taco Charlton last year. That's going to lead me right into my next segue. But we did this with Charles Harris. Not Charles Harris. We did this with Taco Charlton last year, and it paid some dividends for us. He actually led the team in sacks with five. So it can work out for players. It can work out for teams. Granted, uh, Taco Charlton no longer on the team. Uh, Taco was cut just a few days ago. Some of the rumors out of Miami and out of Dallas where he was just not a great locker room guy. Apparently not a guy that everybody liked. Just seemed to be kind of a headache for a lot of folks. I don't know if the guy's cocky or if he's just kind of awkward or backwards. I don't know. I haven't seen anything else about it other than the fact that he was not a very good teammate and not a good locker room presence. So regardless of what he had done for the Dolphins last year with those five sacks, we're still aiming higher. Taco Charlton was not a massive disruptance. It was a nice breath of fresh air for Miami once they signed him and brought him in, but it wasn't like he changed a, a ton for this team. Now, granted, he did help us, so we are going to have to look for some kind of replacement in production because five sacks is nothing to sneeze at, especially when we signed him. Uh, when did we sign him? Was it like mid-season, I think, we brought Taco Charlton in? I'm not 100% sure if that's correct or not. I'll have to look it up. But but the fact that he, uh, he brought something to the team in terms of sacks when we had next to none we, we do need to replace those, but we're rebuilding. We're working on it. We're doing things every day. There you go. So hopefully some of these guys step up some of our draft picks, some of the guys we drafted in the back half of the draft. Hopefully we get some production. The best way to, to create opportunity is sometimes to get rid of guys that were starting for you last year. So Taco Charlton, he's gone, creates a massive opportunity for someone else to step up and play well. And the Kansas City Chiefs actually jumped all over Taco. He cleared waivers, but once he cleared, the Kansas City Chiefs signed Taco Charlton. And let's, uh, you know, again, I, I don't know the guy. I don't know that he's a bad guy. I just see what I, you know, see on the internet, that he wasn't a great locker room guy. And again, I wish him the best of luck in Kansas City. Absolutely wish him the best of luck in Kansas City. I hope he goes there and absolutely kills it. That, that's what life's about. We're in a weird time. We want to wish good for each other. There's no reason to wish bad on anyone. So, Taco, go do what you do. I hope you have an, a breakout season in Kansas City, and I hope someone who gets the opportunity to step up in your place can do the same thing. All right, so with those guys out of the way, let's take a look at this updated Miami Dolphins depth chart. Currently, according to ESPN, Avery Moss slated to be the starting left defensive end with Devon Godshaw as the nose tackle and Christian Wilkins at right end. Uh, behind them, we've got Jonathan Ledbetter, the rookie Raquan Davis, Zach Siesler, Jason Strobridge, uh, third string left defensive end. He was a draft pick for us this year. Then we've got Benito Jones as the third string nose tackle. Bryce Sterk as the third string right defensive end. And that's kind of where it ends. Uh, Tashawn Render and Derval Quiero's Nieto 
I said it like that because I don't know if I could pronounce it right. So that's just that's just what we went with. So there's definitely not a lot of talent on the line outside of Christian Wilkins. Devon Godshaw has potential. Uh, Avery Moss, not a lot there that we've seen so far. So it is uh, it is imperative that we some of these pass rushers, maybe a Jason Strobridge, uh, jumps off the page in camp if we have a camp. We definitely need some help there on the line. Taco's gone. Charles Harris is gone. But listen, those guys are replaceable, at least on this team and what they're trying to do. They're replaceable. So we'll, we'll see what happens from here. But right now, it is looking a little shallow on the defensive line, even though we spent some picks there. You get rid of two guys, you're going to have to find a way to get two more. All right, so let's dive into a few other things to end the show uh, let, let's go through some transaction records. So we also cut Samaji Pirine after trading for Matt Bereda. Uh, that happened the day after the draft there. Samaji Pirine no longer with Miami. Not really a surprise. Uh, then we signed a guy that I just mentioned, uh, Tashawn Rind, Rind, Rindner. Someone help me, please, Lord. Defensive end, hopefully that works out. Uh, we signed Donnell Stanley, another undrafted free agent, a center. Nick Kautmeyer, a tackle. Ray Lima, a defensive tackle. Benito Jones, a defensive tackle. And here is what I wanted to close out this short show with. Uh, obviously, we don't have a lot of news, so the shows are going to run between 10 and 15 till things heat up. But we had a uh, an article that I had saw somewhere about a Prospect X, I can't remember if that's the exact terminology, but a high upside undrafted free agent that Miami has just signed. Let's talk about him. Boom, 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 boom. Out of McKendry University. Boom, 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 boom. Okay, I won't do that. Anyways, McKendry University. I've never heard of this place ever, but apparently... Miami signed a player from McKendry University named Matt Cole. Matt Cole. This is this is someone to keep your eyes peeled for is Matt Cole. The articles say a special teamer, but he was a four-year player for McKendry. Uh, apparently, he is a jack-of-all-trades, but set some records at McKendry for receptions, uh, touchdowns. The the guy is a player at least for McKendry. So we didn't do a lot in the in the way of signing or drafting wide receivers, but we did take some stabs on undrafted free agents. So this is a guy to to just keep an eye on. He can return kicks. He can play special teams. This is a th- this is a sleeper guy. This is someone that we're going to want to root for. Is Matt Cole? We we've done this in the past. We we've struck gold on some undrafted free agents, Preston Williams, namely. But maybe maybe that's what Miami is is thinking now is to not necessarily draft position players like that with a priority. But let's continue to see what we can find on the undrafted free agent wire. I mean, it's it's worked before. This is a small school guy, probably not a lot of guys eyeballing uh, Mr. Cole. 
but we did, and we brought him in, and there's definitely room for some undrafted free agents to make this team. Absolutely, absolutely room for this kid to make this team. So after reading the article I found, I will link it in the description. Uh, this, this, this is a guy I'm going to root for. I'm very excited to see what happens with Matt Cole out of McKendry. He looks like a great kid. Uh, every picture I've seen is just a smile on his face, and I bet he's just jazzed at the opportunity to play for the Miami Dolphins. So very, very excited about some of these undrafted free agents because this is the team, man. If you didn't get drafted, sign with Miami, and you will have a chance to make the roster, no doubt about it. Brian Flores is the kind of coach that if he sees potential out of the undrafted free agent class, he will keep them around. So Matt Cole congratulations. We look forward to seeing what you can do. And I'm excited about some of these undrafted free agents. Now, thanks for joining me. This is going to be tough to throw together some, some news and notes. Hopefully the transactions keep coming. The news keeps coming and Miami keeps making moves. I'd love to see a few trades be exciting to talk about some trades on the podcast, but we'll just have to wait and see. So Everyone, thank you for joining me on another episode of the Back Row Dolphins Show. If you haven't read that Matt Cole story, click the link in the description. It's a really, really cool story. So keep swimming, Fins. That was lame. Peace out. Love you guys.